0: Coming to you from New York City, Queens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelly and I don't make episodes anymore. I just take old episodes and I <laughs> cut them up and I take words that we've said and I kind of cobble them together. Yeah. It takes um, approximately 18 hours per 10 minutes mm-hmm. of um, audio, but I think it's worth it. And and if you guys want to hear some of Lillian's other audio mixing work, there's a new Anthony Bourdain <laughs> documentary out and I just she's done something so inspiring so cool really proud they said it couldn't be done I said fucking watch me he said I got this I held a gun to a robot's head (laughs) I said make it work he said say I don't even know what the lines are that are supposed to be so moving it's an email he wrote yeah um anyways, hello everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a service industry podcast that does what no one else is doing. That I mean, I think that's kind of true. Yeah, in, in some do. some ways. You know what? I said it. I was going to come out as a joke. Guess it's what true. it's real. Is Wesley Morris offering anything even close? No. No. I don't think so. I don't listen to that podcast, so I wouldn't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. So But I'm going to say no, also. Great. Um, Kelly, how's it going? You know, I worked, as I was telling Elaine when I got in, I worked 45 and one, three quarters, three quarters of an hour. 45 and three quarters of an hour last week. (laughs) Okay. It's very important to kind of put a period on that. Um, And I have to work this afternoon, and I, it truly, getting out of bed was like. Yeah. Kelly's doing a motion where she sort of looks like a zombie right trying to rise from the grave yeah that's how it fell yeah um well thank you for doing that and coming here we had an FOH meeting and then we're doing a recording and then you're going to work so really you're logging in yeah you know, book you know you should bill your your boss for overtime for this podcast I yeah okay yes I'm going to he will be getting an invoice. I hope everyone knows about that loophole. So if you have a podcast, <laughs> yeah. um, no matter the subject matter, you can bill your boss for those hours. Right, because you're doing promo for your place of employment. Yeah. Because it's important to be sort of a renaissance persona. Exactly. I yeah. don't know. I don't remember exactly when that was um, approved or passed by. I think in the CARES Act. <laughs> So it's new. So a lot of people don't know about yeah. it. Um, great. So you're you're doing um, tired. Yes. How are you? I am okay. I'm telling myself. <laughs> um, no, I'm mostly fine. Um, you know, it's really it's really day by day, case by case. Yeah. Hour by hour. <laughs> Honestly, the last I would say 48 hours truly have been hour by hour. Yeah. I feel like I'm at like an EMT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the triage I got to do on the fly here? Yeah. Um but yeah, whatever. It's all it's all uh, reasonable things that can be accomplished. But um I did have my first not to be one of those podcasts that's like <sighs> we also really focus on mental health, but um I had my first like anxiety spiral that felt like I was in like a 19 year old mm. for hours. Yeah. Which I, I haven't had, my anxiety used to be really, really bad. I used to get panic attacks like pretty frequently and I don't anymore. Thank the Lord. I only get them a few times. So, but I was like, this blows. Yeah. This blows. And like your nighttime brain. Yeah. It's such a different brain, you know? Your like 4, 5, 6 a.m. brain is just like, Uh, it's it's demon hours as we know and it's just not um it's not good but you know got through it and uh everything's fine it just happens but I was like this blow like I'm like I know depression I know anxiety and then you forget when it really when it hits when it hits bad you're like this I can't believe I used to this used to be me yeah more often than not yeah sucks yeah absolutely deranged yeah and as i mean i feel like we've said it so much but yeah anxiety in general is high and so we can't none of i mean it's not surprising that we all are like going a little bit you know regressing into some mental health you know i don't know habits i know (laughs) I, i was talking to an old friend this weekend and i was like man i'm i'm being like I'm being early 20s level of just, like, self-destructive, crazy, like... And, I mean, it's much better than my early 20s because I am hotter and can hold it together a little bit more. Yeah. But it's not good. No, it's not good. And, you know, uh, all these things are temporary and and it will shift and change, but it's, like, as someone finally tweeted... (laughs) <laughs> the, other speak day, it, the other day on it the other day speak on someone else's Twitter <laughs> <laughs> somebody else said a better version of what I've been thinking was just that everyone um someone was like everyone's finally admitting that the vibes are bad in New York and something like that yeah. I was like hmm, mm-hmm. yeah the vibes are abysmally low and yeah I don't know yeah Moving but, right along, but you all are great, and we are also great. Yeah. Um, hey, Kelly, there are moments of joy, a hundred percent, like right now on this podcast. You're getting one. I'm. You guys are all getting mainlined <laughs> some joy 40 at the minutes moment. <laughs> um, do you have a service story? Well, actually, kind of tied to this, which is that the bar I work at when it first opened got picked up on one of those like timeout lists of um number one date spots, first date spots, number one, first date spots. Sorry. Oh, what? And, um, I think that it still gets like a little bit of kind of like people, I think people straight up Google what is a good first date place (sighs) and, and end up there because of that article from 2019. And, um, we had a first date at sitting at the bar yesterday and so, first of all, they each started with a cocktail, shaken cocktail afternoon. <laughs> he ultimately had four or five
1: cocktails, and she, cocktails and she
0: sipped on the one. No, 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 Sorry. It's also daytime, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got so, it. Wait, can you give me kind of um, a, without being too specific, kind of a general vibe. Uh, uh, um, are these uh, office, you know, what's the deal? Yeah. Office vibes, super basic. Um, he obviously has some sort of like, I don't know if he works in a startup, but has some Uh sort of like growth mindset. If you know what what I mean? That's exactly what I pictured. Okay. And so, first of all, he's talking, like, the conversation is so abysmally thin. Yeah. He's literally like, the 5 was my favorite iPhone, so I pay more so I can keep a 5 because I don't want to move on to, like, another phone. And he's not saying this in a cool way like I do. Right. Because I have a 7, which yeah. is cool. And, yeah, you do talk about it, and everyone's like, oh, my God, Kelly's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, um, and also it's just, he's getting more and more drunk. So he's just monologuing. Like I heard him talk about not only like his life, his parents' career path. Like, yes. Like both of them worked in the restaurant industry. If you can believe that, how, okay. Um, but then the kicker, two kickers, the big kick was that he said, do you like music? <laughs> Which is insane. And then uh-huh. she said, no, I've never really gotten into music. No, no, nope, that didn't happen. Wow. What does that mean? I've never really gotten into music. I've never gotten into music. Okay. The barrier to entry for music is quite low. Um, yeah, basically to get into music, you need to walk into a CVS Yeah. and you're in it and you're in music. You're in it. Like, and it didn't seem like, like that wasn't her trying to like, it didn't seem like she was just trying to shut down the conversation and just be like, I'm not telling you like you're an idiot. I'm answering this dumb question with a dumb answer. It seemed like she was earnestly like, no, I just never really, like if someone said, do you listen to this podcast? And you would say, I don't super listen to podcasts, which is understandable because most podcasts are bad. Um, that's, you know, and here's the thing. I understand the mindset of somebody who's like someone like you, Kelly, who you you. are like, you know what? I'm not going to do, I'm not going to know fucking. Yeah this person that I'm not going to do music history. I don't know who was in the original. whatever you're not yeah. interested, but that's just something you're not interested in, but also you do listen to music. Of course. I never got into music. Um, is not that you're not describing that phenomenon. I also, it's like interesting because I have long held the theory that like, um, the iPod and, the like hyper gentrification of cities are linked because of the ability to just put in headphones Uh at all times and just cruise yeah, and be like, I'm not looking. I'm not. And so I'm like, how do you justify this? You have to interact with your surroundings. There's no way that she does that. (laughs) Yeah. I've been, um, now that you mention it, I've been what I like to call raw dogging the subway, which means no headphones. Yeah. So I've been going out and doing my business. Just ears wide open. The sights and sounds. It's kind of, I don't know why, because normally I would absolutely never dream of doing that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of cool. Yeah. Not to be like, I got this cool new hack into like a new mind space <laughs> so you can, you, it's amazing the thoughts you have when you just let your brain, not that, but it, I was like, what's this feel like? No, but it is actually, I think, valuable to do. Like constant stimulation is not good. No, it's very bad. Even if it's passive stimulation, like just having like an album on, it's like, it's still, your brain is still, I'm too wound up right now to even have something else piping into my brain. Yeah. It's like (laughs) when you're stoned and you're like the music, but that's you. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. Yeah. And then it ended with just a bad, bad deal for this poor fella. Um, because he said, so do you have work tomorrow? Obviously trying to be like, should we like extend this into the evening? And she said, yes, I do. That's the second time you've asked me that. (sighs) Bummer. Sad. Well, um, that's bad date form to (laughs) drink over twice the amount that your date is drinking. You can't do that. Even if you're nervous. Oh You can't. You can't? It's gonna go badly. You can't. Four cocktails is like I only do that if I'm like in the comfort of people who I know will I can trust fall into. Are you kidding me? It because it truly is you're you are gonna have completely different understandings uh-huh. of Yeah. Reality. Reality. <laughs> oh man. You know what? Here's the thing. If you bring somebody to a place, um, if you suggest a place for a date, or or rather someone who's taking you on the date says, hey, why don't we go here? I heard it's a great little spot, (laughs) even for first dates or something. You should say, hey, cite your sources. Who's telling you it's a good date place? Is it a thing from 2019 in timeout? I don't trust it. Let me do... You know what? As I always say, do your own research. Do your own research. That applies to QAnon, and that applies to date spaces. Absolutely. Wowie. That's rough. Rough stuff, everybody. Rough stuff. Um, I hope God is with you in these final moments. If, if you are the woman on that date, and you happen to be listening to this podcast randomly, you have my... You have my... <laughs> Grudging respect. I do think you should have just said, probably around cocktail three for him, you should have said, like, hey, it seems like we're just on different levels today. Yeah. I mean, unless he was buying. In that case, I understand. But he bought her one. Yeah. <laughs> because that's all she had. Yeah, that's... Everybody, I think... Um, well, I, I like to give advice that I don't really believe in. and um, Naturally. W- one of them is... Yeah, just go ahead and and cut and run. Oh, yeah. I mean, at first date stage. First date stage, it's totally fine. I've had one beer and been like... I mean, I do think there's something to be said for uh, not going with these kind of... I mean, I think dating stuff has been sort of contaminated, but um, there's too many choices, you know? Mm. But, I don't know. Right now, let's say right now, just kind of... We don't need it. We know life is precious. Yes. Now. Now. Before we were like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. COVID happened. And now we say, why don't you have one kind of, just get out. It you is your have, nobody, one wild and precious life. Nobody has time for that right Come now. <sighs> Doggy. Um, now. Cool. Yes. We have kind of a, two articles really shook us this weekend. <laughs> yeah. One, I would say, we posted about. I think it shook the city. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel it. Um, well, as all of you know now, most likely, um, the New York Times published a <laughs> the pa- face she doesn't pause make. for effect. Um, published a piece um, uh, titled "Keith McNally Stirs the Pot." By Jacob Bernstein, um, which I guess looks like all of these photos have been taken through a screen door and then printed on a uh, sort of a rough uh, rug made out of reed or something. Yeah, I think they are meant to evoke tintype, uh-huh. but this is a completely undignified character. No, no. it looks like a nylon um, thatched nylon that this this <laughs> artist. Nylon has um has as chosen as the uh, black and white photos throughout this piece um very alarming choice uh <laughs> to go with an equally shocking uh the twists and turns that this article took um so basically well, should we who Keith McNally is? So Keith McNally is a restaurateur in in New York. Um he all of his restaurants are quite successful as was outlined in this article and he Really caters to it's sort of like that high low kind of sense of like he builds a space. So, Balthazar is probably his most famous restaurant. Yeah, he builds a space that brings in famous people, glamorous people, beautiful people, and then the plebes come around in, right? And then they all have been open for 10, 15, and 20 years. They're they said his annual revenue is 70 million plus pre COVID, yeah. Of the restaurants. Yeah. Which is quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like one of those places where, you know, people will take a. There's like an iconic seafood tower. Yes. Or whatever. It's very like a class, you know, a classic. It's very bistro, like New York. Yeah. You know. Um, kind of like gold brass sort of situation. You know, maybe. You're celebrating something special. Your parents are loaded and they want to take you to a thing. Yes. And they said that he is a failed movie director and that like the restaurants really do evoke a set that's being built and then you are walking on to like, the film of your life when you go in. Once again, these failed fucking... Performers. Yes. Art artists. Yes. W- who commit the most atrocious crimes against humanity? Not an exaggeration. Not an exaggeration. Um, okay, so he and um, something that we've posted about before, and I think a lot of people in the, the food world, and especially in the New York City food world, know about Keith McNally of of late, I would say. And I think especially... I think perhaps pre COVID, I think, yes, but I think it got, I think it got really crazy during the pandemic, like most things, right. Exacerbated by, um, and he has been posting just, I mean, it actually, unfortunately is, um, extremely entertaining. Oh yeah. Um, and, laughably fucked up yes. to the point where it's like, if this were a, like, um, a multi-level, a uh, troll mm-hmm. me- yeah, yeah, yeah. meme account, I would be like, this is the funniest thing I've the ever grape seen. grape juice boys. It, yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. The fat Jewish. I yeah. mean, I will say, I think one of these posts Lillian sent to me and I was like, it's funny, like in this article, he had like a massive stroke came back from it. He talks about his kids, like caring for him and also like observing his social media habits. And I think one you sent to me, I was like, if this was my dad, I would call the doctor, call the lawyer, call the priest. Cause I'm about to put him down. <laughs> call a veterinarian. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we should send him over to Britney Spears' dad because he needs somebody. He, he needs someone. He needs do a one to switch it out, swap, swap one them. to one. Oh my god! Wait, who do I call? <laughs> um, he so there is, of course, which we've posted about before, his defense of Galen Maxwell, which is so <laughs> absolutely deranged, unfounded, and um, horny, vaguely horny, uh-huh. that yeah. it. It defies. The thing is, is like, ugh, Ghislaine Maxwell, I think, as most people know, traveled in circles and is less of a pariah in a lot of ways, even mm-hmm. though she is obviously a fucking horrible, evil person. But somehow, because she's a woman and they get away with everything, yes. has managed to um, kind of slightly evade, you know, as much like demonization, I would say yeah. auto, like right off the bat because fucking Carol Radzewell and all of these fucking people have pictures with her. And it's like, well, she didn't, yeah, she didn't know, but she didn't, I mean, come on. She was with uh, hobnobbing with all of these people. How could she, she know? All she of was the, sleeping with Bill Clinton. Why would she want to rape teenage girls? Yeah. So it's like in that way, I guess that's his twisted reason that he thinks it's okay to do that. But I mean, so, so insane. Yes. And then the times like this reporter is I don't know if this is cynically done or like actual earnest belief, but this reporter is like he represents like an age where debate is okay and saying something provocative is merely is is, is merely a thought tossed off. He ho- he hosts these halls of debate and engagement and it's like what sorry is the um is the weird cartoon drawing of like a woman with huge titties uh talking <laughs> talking about um whores prostitutes and breastfeeding is that sort of
1: um, calling someone
0: a hooker on someone posted a photo of themselves yeah. stranger yeah he said you look like a hooker yeah I mean it as a compliment And these are the sort of Algonquin round table. (laughs) (laughs) As a callback to a a previous episode. I mean, yeah, these are... The the great minds bandied about these sort of issues. And uh, a devil's advocate, if you will. You know, kind of a rapscallion. This is what young people... PC culture won't let you call strangers hookers as a compliment these days. I mean, for someone to put multiple and, and not just like your dad's friend, but somebody <laughs> <laughs> who posts multiple pictures of Woody Allen being like, this man did nothing I know plenty of people think that, believe me. But for a uh fucking somebody who owns an empire a of taste restaurants. Maker. Yeah. Yes, exactly. A mogul and a fucking, you know, leader to post multiple unrelenting shit about Woody Allen, it's insane. It's insane. And, and then I think like, I just don't understand the times, like seeding the ground that that is just like, oh, well, I'm just being intellectually honest. I'm just being, I'm just inviting debate. I'm, I don't care what people think of me because I'm, I'm just, I'm allowing myself to be open to. Right. Right being offended and being wrong. And these young people won't do that. It's like, that's insane. Also, that's the widely accepted opinion belief. It's like, that's what everybody thinks, dude. Why do you think he's not in jail? And also you are like, like there's no, you cannot (laughs) act as if you are like this, like giving voice to the voiceless when you are a true millionaire setting the fucking pace for what a restaurant does in New York, setting the fucking tone for what a restaurant does in New and York. And who are you defending? I'm like, it is so fucking crazy. And then he throws around, like, <laughs> he says, although I loathe cancel culture, which is both of those words are capitalized um, in his email. Mm-hmm. Although I lo- <laughs> I love cancel culture, I don't intentionally offend people. But as the great Thomas Paine once said, he who dares not to offend cannot be honest. Come on. So true. Come on. So true. So yeah, so this guy is I mean, this is the sick and twisted king who is behind. I'm like this is who it is? Yes. It's worse than I thought. It's much worse. It's much worse than I thought, and I want I want a true profile of him that's not a fawning Right. So let's get to the, the, the piece itself is unforgivable. No, it like he doesn't need PR. So why are you offering him PR? He's not, he's not struggling to find a foothold in the conversation. Who bought this piece? Who fucking bought this? Yeah this is not journalism because not least they say in the article that he's extremely rude to journalists and that he's like a really unreliable source. He will schedule interviews cancel day of. he will he called um, the the food critic for New York magazine fat and bald and was like, <laughs> you're embarrassing like you fucking suck dude. <laughs> In a in a leaked letter. And then even in the time circle, they said, and can you guess who leaked the letter? It's obviously Keith McNally himself. I mean, even in this piece, it's like, it's literally doing the work for everybody when they're like, and look, he asks out waitresses who work for him, but he's fine if they turn him down. Right, and then he did classic man thing of he's like, it actually shows a lot of discernment to turn me down. I'd give him a promotion. No one believes that. Nope, no one that, believes you. Um does not happen. Um and then they do a lot of stuff like um you know he uh he was cast in this uh production his mother said you're going to be working with a homosexual. And he you know what? Care. He didn't care. And, and that you... was in 1974. Imagine the guts it took to for say, a man I like that. Care. I mean, truly what's this fucking guy's name? Jacob. What is his name? Jacob Jacob Bernstein Jake. Jacob Jake. fucking who do you work for? What are you doing? and where do you live? A few questions I'd like to know <laughs> a few maybe a little interview I'd like to do with you. Um, but it's definitely it's a rehabilitation. A uh, profile about a just a, such an interesting, complicated, layered man who is so successful, and and what is it that makes him? And is he right? And are are any of us really listening to each other? It's like, shut the fuck up! Did we all live the same year? It's also just like, and we also read this <sighs> article on Black Rifle Coffee, and it's like all these journalists. I'm just like, can you? Say to someone like, and I'm fully allowing that contradiction exists and people can hold contradictory beliefs and we all contain multitudes and stuff, but the cowardice to not say like, well, that makes no sense. I don't Uh understand that. Right. Expand on that belief for me. Yes. And to not say like, that's a worldview that is not, it's not complex. It's not intention. It is untenable because you are saying two different things. Yes. Yes. It's offensive to read as a reader. It's it's offensive as a reader. Okay, where did this guy go to journalism school? <laughs> okay? That's Columbia, ne- I that's, bet. Yeah, that's the next question you gotta ask when you read a piece of shit like this. Um, so yeah, it's long and horrible and incredibly embarrassing for everybody involved. And this man is clearly, he is ill. He is not well. And not that doesn't, I'm not saying we should brush off these horrible opinions and, you know, it's all just, he's sick or whatever, but like, well, just to say, to give him a stage and say he actually is raising some interesting points. No, it's, it, I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's exploitative, but I'm just like, this is, this is wrong in every sense of Believe the word. Believe me, if you want to talk to a demented old man, call my father, <laughs> talk to you about the Lusitania for 90 minutes, and, uh, you know, I don't know, say something racist about Asian people. Exactly. I mean, want. We can do that for you. We can do that for you if that's what you really want. Anyway, so don't read it but um just trust us that it is insane. Um but yes, as you mentioned, the other the other Biggie, I think we all got push notifications for both of these yeah. pieces. Yeah. am I'm, I'm quietly relaxing in bed trying to sort of tame the beast within. The Times <laughs> said, "No, uh, uh, bitch. Uh, uh, not so fast, Devane. We've got a little little tidbit for you here." Um this other absolutely bonkers piece, uh, and again, sorry to just, I mean, talk about doing PR for the New York Times, yeah. you know, sorry to do it to you. Um, but uh, this other piece uh, titled, Can the Black Rifle Coffee Company Become the Starbucks of the Right? By Jason Zengerl. Zengerle. Yes. Zengerle. Um Which I feel like um, the basics—the the basics of which... Uh, most of us are probably familiar as far as what but that, Red that, Red. that, that coffee company. It's been, it's been uh, quite some time that they've been uh, doing their thing doing <laughs> their wacky old bit. It's just, um, a, I just, and this is, this feels like such a like liberal gotcha moment, but of like against conservative people, but it is like so funny to me the way that like these companies, Posit themselves as like the last it's again, it's like this idea of like, we're giving voice to the voiceless. Like, Oh, like poor people and working class people in this country are so silenced. And we're, and they go through all the businesses that these dudes tried to start and all the money that they spent trying to start a YouTube channel, a liquor company, um, merch, not like all this, like stuff, tactical gear and like failure, 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 failure. And it's like, So that's not what a poor person is allowed to do in this country. Right. So, um, yeah. So Black Rifle Coffee uh, Company, to give you a a very tiny example or intro, is that I think in 2014, probably uh, one of the years or maybe the year, that um, if you'll recall the beginning of the uh, Starbucks Holiday Cup, scenario a situation mm. right I feel like I that, think that's when it probably like kicked off like into right I mean like this, mainstream right I mean this had been happening for a little while, but but if we all remember then it was uh, there was a whole up a roar uh about how Starbucks was like well we don't have Christmas cups it's gonna be a seasonal a winter scape or something and because I mean not again I also I don't want to veer into like conservatives are dumb but like it is so funny to me um the how much of a pussy you have to be to be upset about a cup we all know this it just i'm constantly just like (laughs) really dude it's so funny i mean it's not but it's so funny um so anyways they started a um a right wing coffee company, which is a, I mean, everything is, is funny until it's scary. Right. Yeah. Um, these guys who started it are all like literal CIA, ex CIA. Yeah. Uh, like for, uh, uh green beret yeah. fucking like, not just like, Oh, I was like, in the Kabul, army. Like, like I was a fucking spook. Yeah. I was yeah. like doing black ops. Yeah. I was doing scary shit. So the deepest of the darkest. Yeah. And of course they're into coffee. And of course, and we all know, if we know anything about those guys. When they were like, this guy was like in Afghanistan, brought like his own, his hand roasted beans and a pour over apparatus. I was like, that is, that is Patrick Bateman. Yeah. That is a hundred percent. That is, um, in Schindler's list. Yeah. You know, that one guy. Yeah. It is that one guy <laughs> in Schindler's list. You're so right. Who was a Nazi. Uh huh. That uh-huh. and one Nazi <laughs> in Schindler's list. I think we can him. all agree. Lillian. (laughs) I think we can all agree. (laughs) Remember when he crumpled up Schindler's list in his (laughs) hand? He said, Schindler, give me that list. He lit it on fire. Sorry, we should have said spoiler alert. I'm really (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that coffee was called Dark Roasted Freedom, um, which... Man, oh man, it is just, you can't, if you wrote that joke, everyone would be like, it's just funny comparing these two articles, like the aesthetic, um, the aesthetic that you can choose so you can get away with whatever you want, which like in Keith McNally's case, it's like this beautiful, pristine, like, old french belly puck mm-hmm. so you can say woody allen is not a rapist and these guys saying like deep fried fucking coffee so they can then turn around and be like oh actually we hate racists and we would never want to be associated with the insurrection yes yes so the thing with these guys and and so basically the the uh, initial sort of Outline of the piece is, like, saying... So they were, like, you know, their coffee bags have, like, guns shooting coffee beans (laughs) on them. They have, like people fucking getting sniped on their (laughs) t-shirts. It's like literally like absolute violence in every possible way. Just like hysterical levels of like murder and chaos on all of their branding. Um, And it is mostly like they have a full line of all of this merch. Like coffee is almost secondary, obviously. They're selling, what they're selling is not coffee, yada, yada, yada. Um, But what I think is interesting. And so, right, so when, um, who's that piece of shit? uh, That Kyle Rittenhouse. uh murdered those people um he was wearing he wore a a like black, black rifle coffee shirt everyone was like we love this yeah um and then at that point there was a wishy-washy not a, not even a condemnation really of of him but they were like hey this was a tragedy we're not yeah. rallying behind this specific guy yes people lost it
1: They said, we're
0: boycotting Black Rifle Coffee because we love killing people in cold blood. Um, But what I think, and then so there's just kind of this been now an even more fucked up conservative backlash, right wing extremist, white supremacist backlash to the right wing white supremacist coffee company because they're not racist and extremist enough, which is so fascinating and insane yes and I think it's interesting because like what we've all been talking about is like oh you know these people are saying the quiet part out loud right yeah which is what black rifle coffee uh, coffee company was doing and then other people are just like screaming the quiet part at the top of their lungs yes and so it's like whoa how is this like what's the next I I I, yes, but to me, it's like the even quieter part is these guys are like, we want to make fucking money. Exactly. Exactly. They don't ca- Like, no, they, they are conservatives, but they don't care because guess what? They are rich and they want to get richer. Right. And that's the thing with all of, and we saw that with the fucking, and that's why another part. And again, it's not like, I'm not trying to be fucking a troll here, but that's why the insurrection or whatever is so interesting and does make me fucking laugh sometimes because it brought out all of these people that were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We've been... I, not like, for real. Oh, 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 you, you, you guys were, you guys believed what we said? No, sorry, 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 sorry. We, uh, we, we can't not, it is too far, but it's like you told them to do it. You told them to do it. It's so funny too, because then they were like sort of getting to like, what is your like dream of like what this coffee does for people? Because their big basis is that they're veterans, they employ veterans. And then they describe like essentially like an MLM and it's like, (laughs) yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like now it's all checking out where they're like, we want veterans to, instead of becoming cops, instead of becoming, um, UPS drivers, instead of becoming like these like other, Jobs when they get home, we want them to become baristas. And then in three years, they'll be a manager. And in five years, they'll own their own franchise Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. a brick and mortar Mm. Black Rifle Coffee. And it's like Herbalife. It's Herbalife. It's Herbalife. And it's selling people the idea that they can become (laughs) entrepreneurs and they can become Uh business owners. And it's like, it's like these guys who murdered children. And, uh, and uh, destabilized entire countries are like, you know what, we really need to be providing more for the veterans who are suffering PTSD who uh, went overseas when they were 19. They are really suffering, so we are going to uh, rob them of uh, the rest of their money and uh, deplete their mental health even further it's also like i mean that's and it's all like there's so many aspects to this but one of them not in the least is the care of veterans yes and it's like i'm not trying to say like respect the troops who came home like they did something yeah i'm not saying that but it's like objectively is better for our society and to for us to not get murdered is to take care of people of ptsd yes and I would say people with PTSD don't make the most excellent customer service reps. Workers. Yeah, you're not gonna want to walk into retail. You know, you, next thing you know, and no, I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. I'm not. I'm not trying to make light of PTSD. It's not a joke. And I and I do. Um, you know, I've I've had my own experiences with someone who is military PTSD, and it's like fucking blows. And that doesn't mean those people are like perfect suffering victim angels. I'm just saying you know, it's complicated. Yeah. I just think like both of these, both Keith McNally and these guys, like it just like proves it underscores how craven fucking owners are and that they're allowed to like rise to like intellectual prominence on the backs of like it. I mean, it does fundamentally go back to like a labor issue too. It's like, You're talking about, like, oh, we have, like, these baristas. Like, how much do they make? Minimum wage? Uh Uh-huh. We have waitresses, Keith McNally. How much do they make? Less than minimum wage? And it's, like, and now suddenly you have some authority to speak about, like, how culture should be? I know. No, I know. I know. And also calling something a tactical caffeine Mm -hmm. delivery system, I mean... (sighs) brava sir what the fuck does that mean yeah i mean that is the thing about if you want to have an aesthetic appeal from the right it's so much easier because it's just can be openly tacky and it's it's true it's not the lowest common denominator it's less than that yeah i mean you throw a couple buckles and straps on anything and make it like gunmetal gray Bingo bango. They literally employ a guy who is like a knife Smith, like a blacksmith because they sell bat like knives specifically just to open the bags <laughs> of coffee. Like, so you're selling people like presumably too, if it is like hand smelted, like probably like hundred dollar at least knife to open a bag of coffee. Look, when you are going down a through a foxhole <laughs> to make your coffee in the morning, and you are on your you're doing the elbow crawl, okay, you have the knife in your mouth, the coffee is strapped to your back. Okay, you can't have any other tools or things <laughs> no. weighing you down. Scissors? No. No. Those can be used against you. A knife that's in your mouth, try to rip that out of my mouth before I've had my coffee. <laughs> I fucking dare you. <laughs> that's, that's... They should make the knife handle say, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. And then it's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and oh then my it, God, Black Rifle, call me. Okay, actually, strike this episode. I think oh we God. have a sponsor for the podcast. Literally, call me. Um, How have they not combined <laughs> the 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 aesthetics of don't talk to me till I've had my coffee and their gun and knife situation. Whoever was praising their PR in this piece, I mean, pal, you know, buddy, you haven't met me yet. <laughs> you haven't met the women of FOH just yet. <laughs> um yes. I mean I actually think this is a extremely interesting uh piece it, it goes quite deep into various other like cultural avenues that i think are very fascinating mm-hmm. you know post 9/11 call of duty etc um but um yeah it is really fucked it's really fucked but no i agree it's i think it's a fascinating piece um on I'm, i mean i just To get to the bottom of, of somebody who is, needs their coffee to be, to be anti-immigrant. I I just, it, it, what, what is it? You know, I mean, also aren't, aren't most people, I mean, like you said, this guy's like all of our, our customer base drives a really expensive tricked out F-150 truck and shops at Walmart, not Target. It's like, okay, wait, this is confusing, are they, they're, they're like, he's, they're upper middle class. Whatever they they said, said blue collar above average income. It's like, mm. Mm? fascist plumbers. What are oh, you yeah. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what are you talking about? It's, it's all over the place. And, uh, and it is just so interesting because it's like, we all know that Walmart and Target are both bad. Yeah. And then also somebody said that the pro-immigration gun control messages from Walmart and Hertz. <laughs> Which I didn't know Hertz. I was like, oh, interesting. That's interesting to me. Again, I really didn't know Hertz had kind of like dipped its toe <laughs> like <laughs> into... I'm like, I don't... Uh, yeah, and also, as we all know, like companies can't be leftist so it's just like it's all based on you know i mean coffee is fundamentally a project of empire so like you don't need to like underscore it with violent imagery right yeah exactly like first of all black rifle you fucking wish you were as violent as nestle you fucking wish you don't know the horrors that you yeah you haven't even committed one fourth of the atrocities are you kidding me what coca-cola has done to this world and you're you you sell your t-shirt at a bass pro shop and think you're sticking your middle finger. Come you're on. the posers. You're the posers. Um yeah, I mean Jesus fucking Christ. Don't here, you know what? I mean this and this extends to the fucking lib shit of like fucking oh let's let's do a couple hand claps for ben and jerry's they are so fucking progressive or whatever the fuck was going on last summer gushers oh my god i have to buy so many gushers did you (laughs) see what they said about black lives (laughs) matter (laughs) we do the same shit but it's like that's none of it's real all of it's absolute cynical garbage yes and not you know what and not even just the big companies that do that any company that does that is fucking, is fucking with you. Yes, and I think, like, all of our lives are, like, in, in a lot of ways, like, aesthetic creations, and, like, that's in where we choose to spend, like, our time and our money and our energy. Absolutely, but it's just, like, it's so fucked to talk to the people who are creating those aesthetics and realize, like, I don't know, how dumb you are as a consumer. I know, I know. I mean, like last week with the fucking Maybelline. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh God, we've been we've been robbed. Ducks in a row, just shooting God. me, shooting me off. Yeah, God. I mean, I don't know. It also like we've known we know this on a micro. I don't know on like a a small on a small scale. We all know people we've worked for are like the dumbest people alive, and we're like, wow. And you own a business? Wow, I can't believe that you can like. Fucking make yourself breakfast in the morning. You're such a fucking moron. So we know that. But then I'm like, oh, right. Obviously, it goes higher and higher and higher. And the more and the higher you get, the more absolutely insane you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you are affording to send your kids to private school, you're probably a little bit weird. If you're a millionaire from owning a restaurant, owning a business like this, you are you believe in like bloodletting and and the humors, like you're insane. That said, I have never been to Balthazar. So it is really good. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of weeks ago, I was in Soho with my best friend and I was like, would you ever go back to Balthazar? And she was like, no, I will not. And I was like, Like no, I I was like literally same. I was like, let's say it on three because no, we actually that is so funny. (laughs) I mean, look, not go, (laughs) not to be like your money doesn't matter, but it's like you not going to Balthazar doesn't really matter. So, so I can go. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I mean, look, you chalk it up to fucking journalism. True. That we could, piece. We could go in the name of this podcast and say, oh. you know what? No, we fucking. This place is an example of everything that's wrong with this industry. So we're just gonna go check so it we out. So we went inside to Balthazar and had a full fucking meal. And let me tell you what we learned. <laughs> yes, we're doing that. Okay, everybody. If you're into this gonzo reporting, Kelly and mm-hmm. I are about to fucking lay on the world. You let us know because we are um we're we're here for it. Um. Wow, this and was a this was a rip roaring time, huh? This was a real ride through the fucking darkest fucking gondola driven channels of the fucking River Euphrates. <laughs> is it the Euphrates River or yeah. is the Death River? Oh no, um, Haiti, the uh, the uh, the a, da, 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 da. okay. So Euphrates a, is a real river. Yeah, the Euphrates is it's a real river. It's not a fucking fictional fucking mythology. Um, what is it, it called? Is Sticks. Yes, the River Styx. My favorite band. I should have known. Um, okay. We have a new patron. We have a new patron. Her name is Sydney. Yes. And I won't say um, this person's last name on the podcast, but I will say when I read your name, Sydney, and thank you, by the way, mm-hmm. when I read your name, I was um, alone in my room, <laughs> and I <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I literally, a chill went down my spine <laughs> because, <laughs> okay, go on. because your first and last name, which I'm sure you know, is quite the combination of, uh, iconic horror movie characters. Mm, true. And I said, Oh my God, is someone playing a joke on us? And then I got paranoid about it, mm-hmm. and then I came back to reality. Yes, little snapshot of my life. So <laughs> of the psyche that <laughs> you are hearing from. So if you're not threatening us in some obscure way <laughs> by combining your names with two horror movie <laughs> characters, um, and that if that's not the case, welcome to the Patreon. <laughs> and if you are, brava. If you are, you good puzzle. Okay, that's <laughs> a very scary little. You know, question for me. Um, okay, great. We uh, anything else that we have to say? Stuff happening. TK. What? To come. Come is spelled with a K. No, that's uh, journalists. We're talking journalists today. TK means like I'm gonna put it in later. Babe, I don't know that stuff. Okay. Well, you have to teach me when before we go to Balthazar. Okay, perfect. Okay, <laughs> drop uh, TK at Balthazar. They'll <laughs> be oh, these girls are in the know. Let's wear um, hats with those huge press. Are you folks ready to order? Um, Not yet. My order is TK. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to do a coat check for that trench you're wearing? No, 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 no. um, We will get VIP'd instantaneously. (laughs) Yeah, actually, we should dress in the most insane... Yeah, we should be very mysterious about it. They're like, call the police on these women. Okay, (laughs) everyone... (sighs) can't thank you enough for listening and uh please do continue to uh review rate and subscribe on itunes if you haven't already and uh tell your friends spread the good word you know we're doing um like i said hard-hitting journalism when, when others can't very true democracy dies in darkness love you goodbye